The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Start your day with The Bulletin, a newsletter from the spin-off summarising New Zealand's biggest breaking stories and highlighting the best reporting from around the country. Sign up for free today at thespinoff.co.nz slash newsletters. The new Technics A800 Premium Wireless Headphones and AZ60 True Wireless Earbuds feature industry-leading noise cancelling, multi-point Bluetooth connection, superior call quality and long-lasting battery life. Indulge in superior sound like never before with Technics. Welcome along to the penultimate episode in the Real Recap series of Maths Australia. <laughs> wow, what wow. A, sorry, what a I'm journey. Sorry. It's been a long it was, time. It's been a long time in COVID. Um, hey, we thought that this was going to be the last week, but there's two more glorious looking episodes coming up. Two? So you get One. Two. Oh God, the snafu continues. Isn't there Is just there's just the reunion dinner no. party? Are you joking? There's a there's a there's a reunion. Oh, isn't there two? I'm sure there are two. Well, there's the reunion dinner party, and then there's the retrospective where they all watch the footage together with yes. the judges. Those are two different. Th- oh, so two there's like another couch session. Thank you. Yes. Okay. In the couch session, this. they play back some of the footage oh, that they right. wouldn't have seen yet. But the dinner party's before that. Yes. Holy moly. What a glorious combination. A tight two. I cannot wait. I'm almost certain that this is how they ended every time. And we're just like these <laughs> newborn babies. Going, wow. What do you mean? <laughs> what will they think of next? Married again <laughs> at the end? <laughs> what? It's been diluted. It's been diluted by um, Married at First Sight New Zealand, you see, who do take all sorts of shortcuts. Almost nothing. Mm. Do yeah, the least. So it, it, it befuddles our brains. Anyway. Speaking of being befuddled, we had Thinking This Week Was The Final, which was our first real pod fucker. Uh, we had arranged to all get together to watch the big finale and what happened. I would almost argue that I had arranged. Duncan had arranged, but Duncan had said in the text, the final dinner party. True. I interpreted that to mean the reunion dinner party, not the final during the experiment. Yeah, I interpreted it slightly differently, which was Duncan doesn't really know what episodes are coming up. He just means the final episode. <laughs> well, I interpreted them to mean the episodes we're watching in preparation for this podcast right here. <laughs> but I didn't realise that you guys were all sneaking, sprinting off ahead. But I understand now the befuddlement. Yes. 
We weren't sprinting so much as just trying to get it done, trying to watch them in time to be able to record this podcast because uh, you have a cramming kind of style, Dunk. I do. Uh, uh, just, I do just in time manufacturing. And I have Scrabble on a Monday, so the fact, <laughs> the, the mere thought of just only starting on a Sunday night to watch the no. whole weeks is just unfathomable. Anyway, unfathomable. So this led to, I guess, a bit of a blow up in the experiment <laughs> between us, a text exchange <laughs> captured on a Sunday morning, and I was feeling really bad and really guilty about fucking it up. So I have written a poem. Oh, it's Al. It's, you're, you're Selena at the door oh, with a box of chockies uh, and Al all rolled into one. I need to get a shoey ready to, to toast this poem. Well, exactly. So okay. this is a poem by Al, brackets EX. <laughs> <laughs> Last week I did something very silly and now I sit here before you in my gilly. Suit of sorrow because I gave you the shits. Worse than cutting a brown dress to bits. Flash Celine's evil eye, because I am a sinner. I watched ahead, saw the party of dinner. (laughs) I know we made plans to have a lad's night, but I was met in the spa, a bit too excite. I was wigging, although the details were firm, much like Al bursting in and doing the worm. Watched the wrong episodes of Televis Eon, betrayed you worse than Carolina did Dion. You may want to hold a grudge like Liv, because I don't have a perfume to give. My wallet is nowhere near ten feet tall. I have no Cody flowers, nor Holly Cupcake Hall. So I will leave you with this, my final offer to you. I'll happily drink my own tears from a shoe. I wrote that at 8am on a Sunday morning because I was so distressed that we had ruined our pod relationship. So I hope that, that you might be the that greatest apology. thing that's ever happened on this podcast. And there have been a lot of great things. Vows renewed. <laughs> You're so clever with making words that don't rhyme right. Yeah, it's amazing. The television. television. <laughs> I did Dion. have additional help from Joe as well, so thank you. I liked also uh, the, the gilly suit. Kind yeah, of, yeah. yeah. The, you know, and we've got to go across two stanzas. I don't know about poems. Yeah. But I we loved that. That's that much I can to, tell you. Uh, thank to you. review it, We get it to a... Uh, Bill Manor, probably quite easily, eh? Yeah. In a way. He'll be listening. <laughs> um, in case you've just joined us, this is uh, your reality recap <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we are rounding up, recapping season of Married at First Sight Australia. I don't know, I think 164. It's nine. <laughs> I it's, it's many, many. Oh, next year's 10. Um, it's been quite a ride. There have been times throughout the season where I've been like a bit boring. Uh, but then it's just been. Slam after slam after slam from Liv, who, like, I dislike her very much, but also what would the show be without her this season, you know? What I love about Liv is I think it's going to be a real shock to her when she watches and finds out that she's the villain and not Dom. Oh. Don't you think, though, she's realised by the time they they went their separate ways? Because she had some... No, nah, because it, the, we don't know what's been left on the cutting room floor, you know? She seemed suddenly very remorseful in a way that 
showed too much self-awareness for what we've seen of her already. Mm. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. It was Val's week this week. There was one final dinner party, as we all know. Uh, not the final final dinner party. But, <laughs> the, yeah, but the penultimate. <laughs> ultimate dinner party. But we're just going to go through couple by couple. Um, should we start with Liv and Jackson? Sure. Just get them out of the way? Well, She's... sorry, getting them out of the way. They're, they're the sort of, they're the main course. Okay, well, I mean... This, she's still she's still a bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually started Every... the week going, I just don't want to talk about the photo. It's all right. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the photo. I don't want anyone mm-hmm. to bring up the photo. She was the only one <laughs> at this point <laughs> bringing up the photo. And uh, they they did a, a thing where they kind of went home. Oh, no, should we start with the dinner party, obviously. Oh, God. I said, I'm just, I'm sorry. Are we supposed to do the dinner party and then couple by couple? No, no. we'll do the dinner party within <laughs> couple by couple, I think is what we agreed. <clears throat> we'll get it right by the last week, don't worry. Uh, okay, so Liv did uh, did chip in again on the old on the old photo. She arced up, as they, she, as they like she, to say. <laughs> she arced up. What happened again? Oh, and she outed Jackson. Yeah, it was just... That was the shocking moment of the night. Jackson. Wait. Jack. What? Jack, sorry. Yeah. She outed Jack. Um, From a conversation that happened at a girls, amongst the girls very early on in the experiment, apparently Dom said that Jack, I don't know whose words these are, but something along the lines of Jack can't throw properly because he can't be in two minutes or something. <laughs> too, too fast, I think it was. I don't but know if it was okay. two minutes, but... Well, how fast is too fast? It's all relative, right? <laughs> you know, different, different to different people. I feel like there should be some kind of chat and house rules. Is that what you call it? <laughs> On um, things that were said in the first two weeks of the experiment. Strong, Do you agree? Totally. Because they don't know who they're dealing with yet. They don't know what they're doing. They're just, they'll be flailing, trying to connect. And I feel like it's sort of unfair because... I mean, to their credit, Dom and Jack have kind of talked about all this stuff quite publicly, hmm. you know. And clearly oh. privately as well. Like they're really, the fact that, you know, Cody and Liv and, you know, the whole experiment is just throwing these bombs at them and they're just sort of like shrugging mm. is amazing testament to the strength of their relationship and their comms. Mm. Uh, but also, but what a shitty thing to do, right? It's like trying to get to Dom through Jack and... Just completely throwing him under the bus in the, at, at the same time. Mm. It's also the second straight week where she thinks she's found something that will finally destroy Dom, and you know, and and not just Dom, but actually just destroy her relationship. Like that's what she's trying to do: her reputation, her relationship. So the first week was the um, was the photo, and the second week was this damning revelation surfaced from week two, and. You're right. It's just such unpleasant, um, ugly behavior. Because if just trying to hurt someone is is one awful thing, but trying to like destroy their their otherwise very high functioning relationship with whatever you can find is like, yeah. I I I was kind of shocked in a way that Jackson like he he, you know he clearly hates it hates it and Mm. um, and yet somehow is forgiving of it I don't know how it all works I feel like a couple of weeks ago he made some sort of mental decision to just put up with whatever and get to the end of the experiment and and hopefully things will settle down on the outside Mm. because he even has said you're like I know she'll struggle to keep her mouth shut during the dinner party and that kind of thing like he knows that there's no possibility of that but no ultimatums are delivered or anything you know it's just like strap in for the ride 
see how we go at home. I feel like it's getting to the point where it, his silence is violence <laughs> and he is damaging his own reputation via his proximity to her not saying totally. anything. Totally. But like, then isn't there there's some kind of thing like where when she is saying bad stuff or even just, you know, going through her motions of kind of minimizing her actions and, and maximizing Dom's, he has this expression on his face that has this almost like I don't know, it's got this weird quality to it that does feel like I just have to get through this. And it could be because, Jane, as you say, that he's decided I want to see what she's like on the other side. But it also has this era of like, I don't want to deal with breaking up with this person on camera. That's going to be <laughs> hellish. And I just have to survive. Mm. You know, like an, like an endurance athlete at the end of an ultra marathon. I'm just... <laughs> trying to make it to the finish line. Wobbling over, yeah. vomiting on himself. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and organs, <laughs> a complete organ failure, emotional organ failure, everything. I haven't, I've been so tempted to, to like do some Googling and find out who's still together and who isn't, and I haven't. I have not done that. Well done. Um, Amazing. So I, but I'm very curious about those two to see if, uh, if things worked on the outside, the mysterious outside. Can we talk about their vows? Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh, can we actually first of all talk about her apartment? Because how nice. She has this like yeah. Yeah, main, beautiful. Crazy view. Central coast. Amazing True. view. L- very kind of um, like luxe furniture, but in that kind of country country cottage homestead kind of a way. Yeah. Uh, beautiful house. <laughs> Isn't she a teacher? She's training to be a teacher. Trainee. But right. what has she done like before that? <laughs> N- notoriously high paid, yeah. you know, <laughs> to afford that sort of apartment. Does she live at home with, with mum? No. No. Because no, mum, oh. I think, I don't think so. it's just a very lovely apartment. But maybe the central coast is so far from everywhere that that only costs. What is the like, central coast? I know nothing I don't know what Australia. that is. I assume that it's sort of in the centre of the <laughs> coast. <laughs> How's there a coast in the middle of the... <laughs> well, no, because it's... I think it means down the side. It's New South Wales, and I assume it's... Oh, okay. Hey, this, this is, is good. good. <laughs> this is good content. As always. Um, okay, so on to their vows. Oh, no, also, she went and visited a friend who she's mentioned that I made a few snide comments, and her friend immediately was like... And then she kind of glossed over it, and the friend went back and was like... What what were these snide comments? Like sh- it, there was an air of like recognition of what this could Panic. mean and what it could be. Yeah. yeah, like what did you do again? You know, frightening. Imagine being her friend. God, yeah, I feel like it's, it's one of those life. things that you know, like Jackson, might be difficult just to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure that Al could worm his way out of that, you know? No. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Okay, Val's. Um, I really zoned out during these. Same. She, she said she loved him. And he was sort of like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but he's not ready for, for that. Which I was like, at least, you know, he's stepped back a little bit and not just given her the full love story. But I did yeah. think, I was like, hmm, he's dressed all in black. I wondered if he was going <laughs> to pull out a, you know... We're over, but nah, didn't really get much of that, did we? <laughs> no, well, we did. We got we got a couple of crackers, like mm. which we'll get to. Like these overall have been more eventful vows than I think the the average crop of vows. I was thinking a lot about the Georgia and Liam vows last oh, season. Oh yeah, yeah. they were incredibly dramatic. Yeah. Also, the Tracy Jewell and Dean Dean on a skateboard rapping. You know, like his, <laughs> the vows was. You know, she she had been obsessed with him the whole time. He'd been a dirty, 
idiot. And then uh, the vows, we all thought she was going to stick around and she she dealt it to him, mm. walked off. And when Alana, like, changed her mind halfway through with that, oh, who yeah. was that guy? I forget. <laughs> I was thinking about that as yeah. well, yeah. The, it did make me a little nostalgic for The Gonzo sympathiser. Yeah, yeah. Jason, remember his name. Jason. Jason. Anyway, um, so we have had some dramatics. And you guys can remember have people's them. names well. It's amazing. I literally <laughs> have, couldn't, like, apart from Troy, I don't know anyone's name. <laughs> Jason actually said in his vows, I'm not at the I love you stage yet. He's very firmly uh, putting his stake in the ground. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's the kind of thing that would have destroyed her, like quietly on the inside. Mm. Yeah. But also just, you know, just another challenge for her to uh, to overcome, just another goal, you know. Just another set of clothes along, for her to cut up. <laughs> <laughs> along with, I was going to say along with babies, but with the cutting up of clothes that sits badly. Mm. Um, she wants babies as well. And, I'm and sure he's, he's keen as you can just tell. He's terrified. <laughs> okay, Brent and Tamara. Uh, at the dinner party, suddenly Tamara and Liv are like besties. It's amazing the way that that alliance has come up, uh, an alliance of evil, mm. an axis. <laughs> because I feel like, I, I can't remember fully back 40,000 episodes ago, but weren't Tamara and Dom quite close at the beginning? I know Dom's always been close with Ella, but I thought the kind of like, those girls were kind of, you know, they were often seen in their so it was the young cool three-way chats. Mm. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Was it Photogate that... The aligned here. I can't. I I feel that's like when she did that. Yeah. Yeah. down and was like, I need ammunition. I yeah. need You took a photo. Has, what uh, did you think was going to happen? Um, has, uh, that and uh, you, you wait tables own it. Uh, <laughs> her two absolutely cast iron moral positions. <laughs> Got a question for you both. For $1 million, what is Brent's job? Oh, he waits tables, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Brent has very clearly articulated that he manages and runs venues and does the the sort of joined up marketing that gets people to the venues, which feels like an important and complex job that, you know, not that any kind of a job should, uh, you know, rule you in or out of any relationship, but it does feel like status equivalent to even, you know, whatever uh, Tamara's status hungry is. And, and for her to say, I still have no idea what you do, when what he does is, it's not like it's some weird industrial engineering thing that, that you know, <laughs> would require quite a lot of layers to understand. It's, you know, I'm sure that she goes to restaurants and so on all the time and can imagine mm. that she was brought there by some <laughs> hidden power, which might be marketing. <laughs> and I guess the thing I'm imagining is, like, for her on the outside, knowing that you wait tables, own it, is going to be the job of the person who serves her, mm. who hosts her, at every mm. venue she goes to forever. No, no foresight. I no would be way. checking my food, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, she's going to have so many hairs in her food. Only Uber Eats <laughs> under a fake name from here on out <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> um, I think, I like, to me, I, I honestly thought his job was, okay, so I thought in, in Dubai his job was, like the guy who brought the party but also controlled everything, right? Like, That's basically what I said, was, right? Yeah, essentially. And then back home, I feel like he's uh, he's done a little bit of everything and is currently managing a restaurant. So all that stuff that you've said, Duncan, but current, like he has a current kind of job which is managing this restaurant. Well, she's literally been to the restaurant. It's like a big, big restaurant. It, uh, yeah. It's fancy. It's, it's, 
Yeah. And God bless God bless Jack, again, always coming in there with the sensible input, uh, saying he manages a restaurant. Mm. He's a jack <laughs> you know? of all trades like, in the mm. hospitality the industry. Trades. Probably easy to remember uh, Jack of all trades, though, if that's your name. You know, Tamara doesn't have that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> Tamara of all trades. Um, and Liv, Liv, of course, was backing Tamara up, saying that she wasn't saying anything bad about uh, about Brent at the girls' night. And, of course, Dom couldn't help herself mm. <laughs> but contribute what she actually heard, which was very shocking. And very accurate. And, 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 and Ella, rude. who doesn't get involved, is, was just like, I will bear witness. I, I was there. I witnessed mm. it. That, that is what was said. Mm. The, the, it is like they don't understand that they're being filmed. Yeah. And that all of this stuff is going to be replayed <laughs> the to them. Will and, out. Yeah. And I cannot wait for that. And Brent was understandably just mortified. I, he was embarrassed. He was disgusted that she'd gone so long spending all this time with her. Talking, so, I mean, we saw quite a lot of chat about his job mm. and that was probably not even the full extent of it. Like he said, everyone at the table knew what he did. We knew what he did. Tamara just didn't know and this riled him. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back and he got up and he threw his ring at her and stormed off and then annoyingly came back and had a nice chat with her. Yeah, well. <laughs> I did well, love she the, ring, done the ring toss, as it were, and I liked how someone at the table was like, what was that? <laughs> like he was just throwing like a sure, coin or Sure, it was Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was amazing. And then he comes back and does just an all-time vow because she did this very mean-spirited and small um, vow, you know, no thanks. I don't know mm. what the terminology is. And then he actually does what you're supposed to do, which is, here are the good things about us and, and you and our relationship. But then he, I mean, I'm so glad he did this because he just absolutely went to town. And I don't necessarily agree with all of his characterization, uh, characterizations. I think the main one that she does, like, like I think because he talks about, um, is, it, is it her egotism or? The, no, she talked about his egotism a lot and that she can't make up her mind because he's either full of himself with an ego, or he's insecure, and she just is mm. like yeah. pulls both of them out as if they're the same thing. She, he told her that she doesn't respect anyone, she's got no loyalty, she's not God's gift, so stop looking down on people. She has none of the qualities he's looking for in someone. Good luck, good riddance. And, and then, then they're uh, just the throwing down the cards. Throwing down, yeah. Yeah. Loves throwing things. <laughs> but it's a shame, no, shame Al wasn't there to pipe up. What are you throwing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was that, that the, 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 I mean, that is actually fairly, fairly accurate. She just has a level of contempt towards anyone she doesn't view yes. as meeting her standards. Mm. And contempt is obviously the most poisonous thing in a relationship of any description. And, you know, it just, even the way that she looked at him as, he, as if he was saying that, as if it was like Bubba having a tantrum, you're just mm. like, this is a man that you've effectively like tortured through your uh, actions. And for you to not even understand this pain radiating, radiating out of him that, that you've entirely manufactured. It's just, mm, didn't love it. But. I'd love to see Brent back. <laughs> I feel like we should have a total, just a, a season which is pure redemption of yes. the good Maybe sorts. the 10th season. Maybe the 10th season, producers. It seems like a nice way to celebrate the double digits. Get Trashley oh. back. Um, 
get it all. Oh, Trish, <laughs> so good. Um, Brent's mum, I think, uh, summed it up quite nicely when she was like, if he's not happy, fuck Tamara. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the advice that he needed. Um, I just want to mention with her vows, she was so robotic as she was delivering them. She had mm. absolutely, like, no emotion. It was kind of like she didn't, you know, well, clearly she didn't want to be there. She's, she's said this much before, but... Um, I just felt it was completely unnecessary for her to say a lot of what she said. Mm. You know, she mm. could have very easily let him down gently. You're a great person. You're just not the one for me. Um, rather than you made me feel homesick. You made me feel out of place and all that shit. I wonder, it's just unnecessarily cruel. I wonder what the vows, to what extent they, 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 get, they sort of beat them up with the edit because mm. she might well have done the ramp up and the ramp down and they just thought, oh, let's just do all ramp down. And uh, just mm. l- leave her out there to hang her out there to dry. So, do you think they get like a framework, which is like you know, like to, to oh. lay your vows over? Yes. It's like you must have a butt here and an although, and then a however. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> I was trying to time the howevers. Like I got Selena's bang on the button. I was quite proud of that. <laughs> I do think there's definitely story producers who, if not uh, helping them write their vows, are certainly saying things like. This is your chance to tell him really why, why it's not worked, the things that you haven't been happy with. Justify some of that behaviour that Australia's going to see, you know, <laughs> and, um, and and then get, let's get some excellent television. Okay, Selena and Cody. Uh, at the dinner party, before the dinner party, Selena apologised to Dom. Bless Selena. Mm, she angel. Was, she was kind of the least culpable out of that lot and uh, she made the effort. It was just like playing on her. She wanted to to apologise for her involvement in Photogate. Um, gave her a marmite. Was it a pencil case? Vegemite, yes. Veg, sorry. God. <laughs> Get your facts straight. Let's Dom's going to be so pissed at you right now. <laughs> also some chocks. Um, lovely, lovely gift. Very big bag. Possibly misleading. I was like, what has she brought what could here? Possibly be? But what is the appropriate gift for I'm sorry I looked Just, at your Well, no, because I think she did some distro, didn't, didn't she? Anything. I thought. What, is, what do you mean? Uh, like of the image. Like whether it's like oh. this or like this. Oh. I thought she was more culpable. Selena also passed it on. I, 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 I sort of well, seem to remember a little like sort of reference to that from – yeah, you know, so she wasn't the originator, but she might have had a, she might have been a link in the chain. But what, yeah, but she wasn't. But she wasn't protesting on the night anything like apart from just sort of saying it wasn't anything bad because she I don't think she wanted Dom's feelings to be hurt. But she was also going to go and speak to Dom. That was her plan. To yeah, talk to her privately. Uh, um, though, though, so, though, I, I mean, I guess. I feel like with with Selena, I just think it's just they just speaks to her character as like I've upset someone. I didn't realize, you know, I, I don't genuinely believe that she didn't deliberately set out to do that. She she probably got it got it caught up in the kind of mean girlsiness of it, and then was like, oh, look, this is this is really hurtful. But then the fact that she just went and apologized—that's the natural human thing to do. But almost more instructive than that was that Liv was like, oh, I'm so angry that she's apologized. Mm. Like, it's nothing to do with you. And Tamara. Yeah. Why did you apologize? Tamara was like, why did you do like that? It's almost pack. like they had some. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yuck. 
Um, I, in answer to your question about what's the appropriate gift, I think perfume, <laughs> flower bomb, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, there's some going spare, you know. That's true. <laughs> this is it was so uh, good to see to get Cody back home <laughs> in this last little. Oh my god, what a last oh, little stretch! Yeah. My god. <laughs> Uh, before we go back home, just back to the dinner party quickly because I think this is important. During the honesty box, Cody finally says yeah. that he will be with Selena after final vows. Well, which I think is, you know, but that's you know, I'm absolutely no Cody fan, but that would have been nice, I'm sure, for Selena to hear Cody, at long last. Cody brought even it if he home. Found I think Cody brought it home pretty impressively, given and just the fact that they end as maybe the happiest couple. The redemption arc from the lows of you're not like the blonde beach babes. Mm. But still, I think free Selena, hashtag. <laughs> you know, she is settled for less than she deserves in COVID. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to find what she deserves out there on the market. Like, she, she's very good. <laughs> doesn't That person doesn't exist. I'm not sure that they exist. <laughs> Without Nando's, there would be no real pod. There'd also be no cheesy garlic pita. Basically, Nando's changed all of our lives. Now, we all know that times are tough for Hospo, and sadly, Nando's have had to temporarily shut down some of their restaurants. So make sure you check the website to see which stores are still open before you visit. However, if you prefer to eat at home, like I do, because I'm lazy, Nando's Delivery has got you covered, and there's a nice little bonus on the side. You can order a scrumptious meal directly from the Nando's app on your telephone or the website on your computer and earn Perry Perks points. Once you're on the Nando's train, you are definitely not going to want to get off and you can use your points towards future orders. You don't get Perry Perks through other delivery services, so great hack. If you're a fan of the RealPod, show our besties at Nando's some love. Visit nandos.co.nz or download the app today. At Z, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a New Zealand company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Okay, so let's let's go to Adelaide where um, the borders are open. Great timing. Cody gets to meet Selena's lovely mum. He says he's so excited about it in this way where you're like, you know, he can never hit the right emotional register. But I'm like, <laughs> anybody is not that excited about meeting like what is objectively a terrifying mum. Yeah, <laughs> should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like we saw it in the preview that he breaks a teacup, right? And I don't know, like, how you guys felt, but watching that unfold when he's walking with the teacup, like, knowing what's going to happen and seeing it sitting, like, slightly on the edge, to me, I don't think it was on a saucer. I think it was on a, a little side plate. And so it wasn't nestled into its groove. Like, she set him up. But it was sliding over to the side. And, like, I found it really kind of yeah. horrible and painful to Are watch. Are you defending knowing- Cody again? <laughs> no, I'm not Second defending time Cody. In a week, we've got defence of Cody. <laughs> no, no. You don't think I'm Selena's not. awesome mum has the appropriate sources for those cups? I kind yeah, of agree. I think she does. I just think that maybe I don't know. He might have grabbed, put the wrong thing on the wrong thing. I don't Counterpoint. know. Anyway, has Cody ever not botched anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that he's we got have that, seen he's on got this that nice flat with Zach. That's true. This <laughs> is lovely interior and he's design. Got his, I mean, he, he's managed to keep his special cup for such a long time without breaking it. 
It's a shame he couldn't uh, give the same respect to What's his special Selena's cup? mum's cup. When they were at the flat, that was the thing that made me go, oh, maybe this is his flat because he's got his cup from, I don't know, his <laughs> like... his colourful cup. I don't miss that. You know, his, 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 his equivalent of the sheep shagger cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. So, yeah, and, and then his mum picks it up and is like, you're clumsy. Her mm. Well, her mum too, I suppose. Um, more, almost more so. Uh, the, the way that she's, like, you're clumsy, you'll be clumsy with your relationship. The way that... He manages to find, not only he does, does a bad thing, but he finds a, a bad thing with a person for whom this thing is, is an omen. Like mm. this is an instructive, this is not just a random incident, it is something which speaks to the future and, and of your essential character. It's it's just a beautiful scene. She just rips him. Amazing. Just from that one Broke interaction. Going to break the relationship. Going to break her heart. <laughs> I mean... We're all fucked, aren't we? I also liked that she was delivering all of this interview in front of an enormous portrait of herself. Wasn't it glorious? (laughs) And she's like... Is that what she was doing? She's doing kind of like uh, the loser loser hand, but chin and cheek. Very, very delightful. Loved it. Um, Yeah, it it was beautiful. It was just like kind of slightly out of focus in the background, but then they did do a full kind of tilt up over it, which was great. Let's not forget that she's she's seen some of the commitment ceremonies, remember, when he was at some of his worst. Because she True. was at the you know, at the theatre at the theatre screening when the parents had seen some of the stuff that had already gone on. Mm. So she's kind of, you know, she's got some information that would probably help her to get to the you're you're not right for my daughter conclusion, don't you think? Yeah. And she was very honest about that. I mean, it was more just like, yeah. you deserve better, rather than like, yeah. Cody's fi- kind of fine. But <laughs> She's like, I'm not impressed at all. I can tell he's not really into you. And he's not keen to show me that he really loves you. So she also picked up on the fact that he didn't use this as an opportunity to say, your daughter's amazing. You know, didn't do the bachelor thing where it's like, I'm so in love with your daughter. She's incredible. Like, well done on raising such an amazing person. He also knocked over um, the frog when he walked in. He knocked over the frog at Selena's flat. Oh, was that Selena's? Yeah. She she was like, don't do that at mum's. I'll go one better. She's really, she's very superstitious about this stuff. Um, Then anyway, when they left, he gave her um, a couple of sea otters. Actually, he only gave her one. He kept the other. He bought her an adoption certificate for a sea otter. In joke of theirs, very cute. Um... But the worst bit is when they went to say goodbye and she was so sad. And then she's like, normally I get ghosted, so I don't get to say goodbye. <gasps> oh, the line destroyed me. Too much. Anyway, they got there in the end, didn't they? They they did their vows uh, and they're going to give it a crack. I've got a weird feeling that they might become the, the gonzo. And, Last uh, of distance. Yeah. <laughs> well, she did say, she, she also dropped babies, didn't she, in her final interview? Let's go have some babies immediately. But I thought it was like oh. a weird compliment to him. During the vows, she said, being with you has made me a more resilient person, <laughs> which I feel like is like, oh. if that's the nicest thing you can say about somebody, I don't know if you want to spend the rest of your life with them. <laughs> I didn't know if she was going to stick with him. Um, that was probably the best kind of fakie of yeah. all of them for me. The um, She did the big however Swing. But as soon as she was like, and I'm not going to do, I've listened to my parents for too long, I was like, fuck. 
Uh, <laughs> no, you really don't. I'm nice. I have a weird, weird hope in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, it's all upside for Cody and almost all down, downside for Selena. <laughs> Selena, but uh, I can sort of see it. <laughs> Let's talk about, I think because we want to finish on such a, like, a lovely note, but let's talk about Ella and Mitch mm. next. Oh. Um, so things just really <laughs> fell apart big time at the dinner party. It was more of the same. Ella's feeling insecure. Um, Mitch is just completely checked out, mm. like completely shut down, checked out. He's um, almost got like, and, he's got a bit of the Cody thing of like, I don't know how to do relationships. But whereas Cody sort of says that in a, I'm bad at this, but I'm I'll I'll have to learn kind of way. Mitch is like, I'm bad at this and you if you if mm. you want me to change or if you want anything like that from me. And it's quite a different tone. Being um starting out as a Mitch fan has been a roller coaster ride <laughs> throughout this season because he has been up and down my esteem <laughs> all over the show. Uh, I mean he was great at the lads' night, um so Wigan, you know. And now he's just being and uh, Ella's so lovely. Mm. I really like yeah. her. So they ended up staying in different rooms after the uh, the dinner party, which doesn't bode well when that's your last kind of night before final vows. I don't get why he can't just lie. Even if he feels that way, why can't he just say, I'm going to try or, you know, I'm not, uh, not, not a words of affirmation guy, but I'll learn. Why is it so hard for these men to be honest to the point of, like, destroying their relationships and themselves. I think the key thing here that must be eating her up inside as well is that, like he said in one of his In The Moment interviews, he was like, two weeks ago, I would have had no doubt I was le- we were leaving here together. Things were fantastic. And I'm sure that, she, that he expressed that to her, that they had those conversations, and then in the final two weeks, that started to come undone. So can you blame her for mm. being insecure about something that was there? And then having someone say to you, I don't know how to say those things. It's like, but you've said them before, mm. you know? So that's, uh, is that gaslighting? <laughs> Telling someone you don't Not know how to say mess. something that you've said before? <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, I found, like, the, the thing is, even with Ella, like, yes, she, she's insecure and needs a particular amount of affirmation, but... Even when she's asking for it, she's doing it in such a polite way to almost to the point of shrinking herself. Mm. Like what she's asking for is just so overwhelmingly reasonable yeah. and fine. Mm. Like in terms of like there are versions of that that would be quite sort of exhausting to carry as as the partner, but hers is so sort of benign and she's sort of apologetic and says, like, I just need this one little thing. Like, you are not getting that thing. Yeah. Because I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And then he chucks in the, maybe I'm just not the right man for ya. And when he says yeah, yeah you know he's made up his mind. I don't write ya. <laughs> yeah, I don't write ya. He also says that I don't think I'm going to be good enough. So it kind of like puts it yeah. on her almost as if to your say. Insane your insane standards expe- of wanting yeah, someone your expectation. <laughs> your call yeah. once a year. And she's... <laughs> She's like, if you want to try, you, if you want it, you just try. You know, you at least try, like you were saying, Duncan. Oh, Alex, one of you two, you both look the same. Um, <laughs> so true. I don't even think that probably ordinarily she needs lots of validation. I think she's been put in a position where she's she feels so insecure that she's being made to feel like she needs a lot of validation. Mm. It was horrible when they were saying goodbye and she was like, I don't want to press the lift button. He was just like, boop, <laughs> and press the lift straight oh. away. Yeah. And I was like, this man is out of here. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
he was like at the dinner party. I was like, he has properly, yeah. properly checked out. And then, and then, um, like at the vows, like to, to yeah. just not even be able to, like, give her the decency of like a no. It's just a, eh. like it's so, um, oh, yeah. such a miserable, mean speech she gave. And then when she walks all, and then she just has to sit there. That's the thing is like to have to go through that on camera and all you can do is just try and not collapse into a heap. Then she had that little fuck yeah. my life as mm. she walked away, which was like, yeah, fair play. Oh, poor thing. I think he, he, you know, he said all these lovely things and then he said he's not ready to make the decision. How can I commit when we don't have a substantial relationship at the moment? I feel like they did and he slowly unpicked yeah. it for the last two weeks so that he was able to do this at the vow ceremony. And also just the fact that he said, you know, Basically, be patient. Whatever. It's like, how does she do do that? Like, she can't. There's no schedule for mm, him to reach out to her. So yeah. she just has to sit there, not knowing whether he's off on Tinder, having a nice time, mm. or what, whatever. Just and until such time as he reaches out. So the whole power is like, I will have all of that. Thanks, and you just mm. yeah, wait it out, and I may or may not. I'm not in again. Mm. I did think it was interesting in her vows when she said, you are an intellectual across all areas. <laughs> did you notice that? <laughs> I want to know more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did a pub quiz or something. Yeah. <laughs> all areas. <laughs> all of the areas. Uh I also think part of what he did was a bit of a fuck you to the experiment. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. saying yes, I'm not saying no. And and um and she was kind of just a pawn in that silly game of his. Can we talk about what you heard on the news? Okay. So it turns out um, that he was scouted, that Mitch was scouted uh, to be on the show. That explains so much about yeah. his complete mm. mystification at just the most basic tenets of the show yeah. and his resentment at having agreed to be part of it. Mm. Okay. I, yeah. And his feeling of, of having some kind of power almost over the production, like you guys got me here, you wanted me, yeah. now I'm going to... I mean, that's the perils of, of scouting, right? Like It is the perils of scouting. We're always saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that, that they needed to scout. Like, are they not? I just feel like this is such a massive platform for your socials, you know? <laughs> Sign up for Married at First Sight. Have no idea what yeah. the show is. Be shocked. Shocked. <laughs> no, but I mean, get I mean, I'm to surprised they, at first sight. <laughs> I'm surprised that they needed to scout him in the first place. Like they didn't have a pool of applicants mm. that would be, you know. Well, maybe it was that they, they had, had Ella and they were like, it's impossible to match her with anybody. We mm. need to go above and beyond and get this weird Perhaps. guy. Andrew won't do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about the dream relationship. Jack and Dom. Such now, goals. Uh, Precisely because it's not perfect and it's hard and they make it work. Yes, mm. yes, exactly right. And a lot of honesty, a lot of communication between them. It's not like that kind of weird bubble thing that Liv and Jackson had going on before it popped. Um, yeah, it's been it's been up and down. They've hurt each other. They've reconciled. And I think we said that like right from the very beginning. Do you remember at their honeymoon where they talked about Oh, God, when they had a very, very small tiff about how she was worried that she was going to get hurt again. Mm. And I remember saying on this here very podcast that they it's not so much about the conflict, it's how you resolve it. And they did a really good job of that then and they've continued to do throughout. 
Um, in the honesty box at the dinner party, Jack asked Dom if she sees longevity in this relationship. There was a long pause. Very long to be pause. fair. I'm sure it was exaggerated slightly, but then defocused in the background going, hurry up. That's a long pause. And then Ella's like, she's thinking. (laughs) That's the problem. The commentary. Not she's fallen asleep, someone wake her. (laughs) So he was a little thrown by that, but of course, given her history, having gotten married when you know, prematurely, she wasn't 100% into it and uh, and ending, ending up with a divorce. Um, she's kind of got some other stuff to kind of like process with a question like that mm. than perhaps some of the other couples do. Uh, anyway, it's all fine. All's fine. It did, because, it did uh, give Jack a little bit of stress, though. Like I, I did start to think, oh, hold on, because she sort of said, I've always had some doubts. And I was like, are they yeah. seeding, you know, is this going to? It's going to go bad. I think when she said, I've always had some doubts, I think though she was referring to like, I don't know if she's expressed it clearly and I'm just speaking on her behalf, mm. but given the context, I think with all relationships mm. going forward, you know, she's she's having doubts and it's hard for her to, to be able to say categorically. But then final vows, the shoes Beautiful. come off. Beautiful. Oh, just delightful. Pouring rain, like the notebook, if only Matt could have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he'd have said, that's just like the notebook. It would have been so good if he just popped his little head out of that uh, little barn behind them. It was very romantic when she kicked her shoes off. It, it was, was like trawling through the mud, like the mud just splashing up on her wedding dress. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. And, of course, they just said wonderful things about each other and, of course, they're going to carry on outside the experiment and I really hope that they're still together. The end. For the dogs as well. Can't understand the fact that they both have dogs. I love Finn. Jackson Finn. Finn. Oh. King. <laughs> Tiny King. How do you Pointy King. Get a Finn. Like, what is I'm Finn? interested to know what his genetic makeup is, where he came from. He's a He's a good he, little face He's a good boy. Rotund little body. He's a good boy, all right. Uh, best man. Yeah. Happy to wear a tux, Happy to wear a tux. You know <laughs> That is you don't find that a lot in dogs these days. <laughs> <laughs> the formal dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it, eh? Yeah. Till the dinner party. What we thought was actually it forever, but it's not because, as we said, there's a big old final, final dinner party coming up. They surprised up. us by doing <laughs> what they do every single year. <laughs> and then everyone's getting back together with the experts. Do you reckon? Okay. Um, all I want to know over some footage. is whether Andrew will be back because he was conspicuously not there mm. for the lads' time. And also slightly had the vibe of maybe he was scouted. Oh, yeah. Just just by virtue of, like, he didn't seem to know almost anything about human interaction and was just singularly inappropriate. But I forgot about him. Well, I just can't stop thinking about him, mm. basically. Like God, he, it feels like it was three he years was ago. He really, really gave me, like, deep chills. And yeah. some of what he... Basically, I almost think that the replaying clips to them, that should be four hours long. (laughs) And they should be prepared to do 45 minutes on the inconsistencies between what Brent has said directly to Tamara and what then she has, like, deliberately said about him subsequently. Like, there are so many just, like, and, and and, and I want to see Liv forced to sit through, you know, I meant no, I meant no ill will and... I did this very deliberately <laughs> to ruin her life. Like, I, I need 
to see that like a courtroom drama mm, mm. and I don't think they should just I bust know. it out over a flimsy <laughs> little 90 minutes. I'm really scared because I always am so hopeful people get taken to task and quite often it's just a rap on the knuckles or they'll just like, well, we'll wrap it up there. And it's like, no, this needs to, she needs to go to jail. Yeah, they, they need like a Crown Prosecutor just to come yeah. in as host, like Davy Salmon. Yeah, independent. Yeah, <laughs> rather than like a sort of an Art Green type who's sort of just relating to them, you know. Mm. I think it's, it is John, does it, is it, do, do the experts sort of host it or? I think so. I think so. Yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a horrible idea to do it in front of a studio audience with a, um, a mic out in the audience too to ask some questions. I, I think reckon. so. Have you watched the Below Deck Mediterranean after the final voyage kind of thing? I never watched them. I don't like seeing them on land. <laughs> but that's fair. But they've got this random Bravo host who's like such yeah. a corn dog, and he doesn't seem to have watched them all that closely. He's definitely been given the cards. And he'll, there'll just be these real obvious kind of follow-up questions and he'll just be like, oh, off we go to the next one. And you're just like, come on, mm. man. Yeah. And I'm worried that we'll yeah, get something like that. In, he's not in deep, is he? Okay, well, speaking of Below Deck, we, our next recap series is going to be uh, Below Deck Down Under, which we're very excited about. Um, ahoy there. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> but we've got one more week of maths left and we will be back next week and we're looking forward to it. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, T.I. here, for recording and for watching this season despite your protestations at the beginning that there's no way you were going to be able to make it through. Here we all are, the final vows. I would do it all over again. That's, wow. a, that, that's technically Aww. a vow renewal. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> See you next season. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you next week. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.